0: brief and I'm just going to let the word of God speak I'm going to just let God speak and and trust that he's going to speak through me and speak to me and he doesn't speak through me as an individual unless he speaks to me and there can be no there can be no impartation of life for the believer apart from the very scriptures in God's divine order in a local assembly. When I find my place in a local assembly, then the Holy Spirit is free in the order that Christ is to take those things and to show them unto us. Nothing, nothing in all of eternity is more important than the word of God. Not a single thing. Matthew 24 and 35, Isaiah 40 verse 8 heaven and earth will pass away and that simply means again as we have shared yesterday i think in the different days it'll it'll pass away in in its former shape based upon ecclesiastes 1 and verse 4 and Isaiah 45 and verse 17 and Ephesians 3 and verse 21 it's, the earth will be baptized by fire remember the promise that he gave and Genesis, the ninth chapter, in, in verses 12 to 15, that he would never again flood the earth like he did at that particular time which spoke of judgment. But the baptizing, baptizing of the earth in 2 Peter 3 and verse 13, and we know these truths from Isaiah, the 65th chapter and the 66th chapter, that it's going to renovate it and get it ready for eternity <laughs> and uh, purify it. And that's what fire does. Fire purifies. And yes, the, the, uh, the word of God in Ephesians 5 and 26 and 27, the washing of the water of the word cleanses. But fire purifies. Fire purifies. And that's why in Jeremiah 23, verse 29, is not your word, or it's 22, one of those chapters. The 29 is correct. Is not your word... Like a hammer, uh, as, as a fire. Isn't it like a fire? And we have the privilege to come. And whatever thoughts were not of him, were not of the word of God, I don't care how we express them, we have the opportunity for the Holy Spirit. And in this, in this symbol is the fire, and he takes the word and he can, consumes it. Boy, and that's what makes it necessary. Even listen long before we come to hear the word of God. That should take place in all of us. It should take place. So there won't be any self-expression. There just won't be self-expression involved when we come to hear. I think it's very interesting. We shared on this in Psalm the 19th chapter. Again, these, 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 <laughs> these messages are very vital because they're God's counsel that he's given us. And he's not only given it to us here, like he's doing right now in this local assembly, but he's using them worldwide and for many, many, many different people. That's why it makes it so important, that website. so what makes, honestly, the truth, it's his word. And that's what makes those booklets so very, very vital. Extremely vital. Nothing should ever replace it as best we can, resting in him and being led by him. I think it's very interesting as I, as we shared the message yesterday on Psalm, the 19th chapter, and how it talks about the sun, how it talks about the physical sun. And it's like a, a chamber coming out. Uh, uh, like a, it's like a man running a race and coming out of his chamber, the sun, the physical sun. That's a type. And just a Beautiful, spiritual symbol and illustration of God the Son coming out of the Father. There's no way that any of us could go in. Furthermore, none of us will come, will go in when it has anything to do about ourselves, our schedules. doesn't make any difference. Oh God, I wish we knew how short the time was. I just wish we did. And how we should proceed in the perfection of God's order and his love for us, for all of us. And when I say this, I'm, I'm speaking directly about me and before God and, and to all of us as men, all of us. And what a portion that word of God is. We shared yesterday, we had the, I had the privilege for God to counsel me and give me his word like only the Holy Spirit could do. Only God the Holy Spirit And this is why we teach this. That God the Holy Spirit is the only theologian and scholar. And if I am not submitted to him, it's a form of self-expression. It doesn't matter if it's, even if it's the word, if it's self-expression, it's no longer God's word. It's the expression of myself. And boy, sometimes I like to, I like everyone to know that. (laughs) It's okay to be me. (laughs) Okay. As long as that expression and the, and the only way we can do that is in unbelievable humility. And when it's humility, it's never, ever, one single time, me thinking too highly of myself or too lowly of myself. You see, that's self-expression. Self-expression <laughs> is either I think too highly of myself or too lowly of myself. But you know what humility is? I'm out of the picture. It's not thinking too highly of myself like the higher critics. We, get in, we got into that yesterday. And it's not thinking too lowly of myself. The higher critics with their titles. Oh, I wish men today, men today that call themselves Christians, and they are born again, but call themselves doctors of the Lord. Did you know that in Luke 2:46? In Luke 5 and verse 17 and in Acts 5 and verse 34, the only place that the word doctor is mentioned in the new covenant, (laughs) church age, dispensation of grace, they are all there in Jesus' kingdom. They they are all Pharisees, doctors of the law, self-expression, self-interpretation. That's why Job, the word, Holy Spirit, through Job, said in Job 32 and 21 and 22, God forbid that I give myself over to titles. Pastor, the word pastor, that so many are so fond of, whether it's spelled out pastor so-and-so, first or last name, depending on where you're rated, or just the P. (laughs) I see so many P this and then the name, and I'm like, wow. Past is not a title, it's a gift that doesn't function apart from Christ the head. That's Ephesians 4.8, that's Colossians 1.18, that's Colossians 2 and verse 19, and otherwise it's a self-expression. That's what Job was doing. He was righteous in God's eyes, positionally, but his experience was one of self-expression through self-interpretation of the scriptures. And no such thing as that. It's just a bunch of nonsense. It just keeps Christ out. You know, we talk about these higher critics. Boy, everyone's disappearing left and right on their screens. Uh, Maybe we can adjust the phones. I don't know. It's kind of distracting. But anyways, here we are. Here we are with this truth that we have. Here we are. And even back then, you know how long the higher critics have been around? Do you know where the higher critics, you know, that's modern. Now, we say modern, these modern thinking. See, the higher critic, okay, the higher critic is one who still functions under Satan, even as a believer. He may be born again, she may be born again, but function under Satan, still, still. So you see that, that started, the higher criticism started. Do you know when that started, right? It didn't start in Genesis 3, 1 to 6. It started in Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. And a higher critic, one who thinks he's a theologian or a scholar apart from God, the Holy Spirit, he thinks thinks of himself more highly than even the word of God that he professes to share. That's why we have to be so careful about self-expression because I want everyone to see who I am, and I also want them to see how free I am. Even when we come together, I am so free. Yes, that's wonderful. That's very precious, very very precious <laughs> for all of us. You know, God forbid that we we have this flesh in it in us, but we're not of it. Again, in Romans eight nine. So we have the higher critics, and they. Are going to explain the law. You see, those two things that were gone into in the nineteenth psalm, two things that were that were went into. Number one, it talks about creation. Creation. You'll see that in those first six verses of Psalm nineteen, those first six verses. It talks about creation. And do you know what the higher critic will do under the prince and power of the air? Ephesians two two the God of this particular world in 2 Corinthians 4.4, that prince of the world for now through usurping in John 12.31 and 14.30 so that the lie can have its full effect come to its end, which it will in 1 John 2 and verse 17. A higher critic. They're going to explain to you and me about the law. (laughs) They're going to do it. They're going to explain the word of God to you and I, these higher critics. That, honestly, can I be a Christian? Can I be a Christian and come under the spell? Read Galatians 3 and verse 1. Oh, you foolish Galatians, who's bewitched you? You came under the spell. You know, that's what the, that's what the Christian does when they function in the flesh. They function in their self-expression because they think they're interpreting themselves in the freedom that they have to express who they are. I want everyone to see it. Very impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Can you go away, please? And can we see Christ in you you as a vessel? Thank you very much. Let me interpret Christ through the vessel instead of Christ interpreting to the vessel and through the vessel in 2 Corinthians 4, 7. Let me treasure up what I think of myself with the scriptures. Higher critics explain the law. Tons of them all through church history. All through church history. Then they come out with their creeds. You ever hear the Nicene Creed and all these different things? Those aren't biblical whatsoever. Okay? If you study your church history, you'll see how that infiltrated infiltrated the whole Western, which we are, by the way. Western part of the world, here we are. (sighs) Infiltrated it with all this. This higher criticism. Higher criticism. Yeah, and we talked about in 2 Corinthians 10.4, we did this yesterday, 2 Corinthians 10.4, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're They're not of flesh and blood. The right way is blood and flesh, by the way. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty. Powerful, mighty. And you're going to see the might in Psalm the 19th chapter. But the might and his eternal power and Godhead in Romans 1 and verse 20 created all this. He didn't need anyone else's interpretation. Furthermore, in Genesis chapter 1, 1 through 31, it's a statement. In the beginning, God created, period. Now, let's trifle with it. Let's interpret it. Higher criticism, and it's everywhere if our eyes are open. To Christ. It's everywhere. Interpret the word. Interpret the word for men who come under the spell in 2 Corinthians 11, verse 14, of the angel of light, which is he really, if the light that be in you be darkness, how great is that darkness in Matthew 6 and verse 23. And you can't serve two masters in 24. God gracious me. <laughs> God, wow. God has used me in such an amazing way. And I can be so ignorant and be so content with that. Now I'm free to express myself with my own self-expression and interpretation. And you know what I do to that? I go like this. Yay. Nonsense. Not needed. Not needed in the ignorance or the rebellion. Okay. God is not interested in those kind of sacrifices, if you want to call them that. (laughs) 1 Samuel 15, 22. For rebellion is as witchcraft. Mixing the Christian. Mixing flesh with the Word of God. For rebellion is as witchcraft. Here's Galatians 3, 1. You come under the spell of the enemy, the angel of light in 2 Corinthians 11, 14. Then you, you become his minister. Huh. How easy is it for the Christian to be his minister? It's as easy as that's to forget God and now become your, you, what you think are your own rights and your own, your own ability. <laughs> we have none outside of grace, by the way, and outside of humility, but our own ability to, to let everyone know our self-expression. <laughs> Whoopee. I am so impressed. Oh, Lord. Higher critics, the higher critics, they had these creeds They had them in the fourth century. They had those creeds, ninth century. The Nicene Creed, fourth century. Had these creeds. Not nothing to do with the word of God. Just man under the enemy, Christians under the enemy interpreting God's word. Now what do you make it? Now you make it a rule with man ruling and not God. Very interesting. And then, so you have the attack. So the only way, before Christ came, before Christ came, what was God using to teach every single human being that had the capacity to respond? Now, there's some born that couldn't, and and they're still a part of God's plan. They will never be saved because they can't use their free will in the right way, so they'll be safe. But what was it? It was his creation. <laughs> That's Genesis 1, 1 through 31. That's Psalm 19, 1 through 6. It's teaching that. And if you don't believe me, look in Romans the first chapter. Herein is a righteousness from God revealed, from faith to faith. How is his righteousness to be revealed to us experientially now that we have it positionally? It's from dependence to dependence. Does so it get anything to do with self-expression? Self-interpretation. does not have a thing to do with it. It doesn't have a thing to do with You know, when I don't like those that God chose to bring certain messages and I don't like them, I'm going to choose someone else. But will that be God's choice? And if it is, God bless you and thank you. If it's not, you just want, you want someone else to help you to interpret yourself so that you can express it. You know it did away with that? The cross in Galatians 6 and verse 14. <laughs> Christians that go to the world I see it advertised. Christians involved with almost everything other than just the paucity of the Word of God. The Word of God programs, write all books, write your whole thing in your missionary journeys and put it out there. What God did through you. What does that have to do with the Word of God? I don't know, is that a form? And I don't know, God does. Is that a form of self-expression through self-interpretation under the enemy? You had that. That was known as the Dark Ages, by the way, those, those centuries, four through ninth and on. Those were called the dark, the dark Ages. You know why? There was no light of the revealed Word of God, even though it was there. Too many self-interpreters too many willing to self-interpret to make what they know to be expression of what they know and who they are. There's where you get all your titles. That's where you get all your titles, by the way. And the sad proof of it is, if you look at the seminaries today, how much do they differ? How divided are they and how much do they differ? Because nowhere in the Word of God is Bible college or seminary mentioned. And then some say, well, it was necessary. Really? So God changed his way with local assembly, did he? Did he? And those that he's called that believe they have the gift of the pastor teacher, they study till they're exhausted, right? Right? Till they're exhausted, literally. That's what they. That's what they're involved in. <laughs> Look at I, and say it all you want. Ephesians four eleven with Acts 6.4. You will serve tables. You will go out and minister to others in other areas. But us, leaders, pastors, teachers, prayer, and start ministering the word. Hello. I mean, what the heck? What else is there? You tell me. You want to talk to me? Let's talk. Let's talk scripture. Let's go. Let's talk Scripture. I don't know. Have you ever functioned in disobedience? Like me, and I have. have you, but And God forbid, and I'm not bragging about it. It's ridiculous and stupid and evil. But have you ever functioned in disobedience? Maybe it was even ignorant. Maybe it was even rebellious. But you still shared the word. Well, were you shocked that God wouldn't deny himself, even though it bypassed you in 2 Timothy 2 and verse 13? Isn't that interesting how that goes? you have the higher critics, listen, look at, listen to this. They're going to explain the Word of God to you. <laughs> yes, siree. Not, it's not going to be the Holy Spirit that takes the things of Christ in John 16, 13 and 14 and shows them unto you in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 9 to 16, with Hebrews 4, 12. No. No, 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 no. Do you know? Like. Everything Jesus did, he did outside the camp of organized, structured, uh, the system of organized religion, which is religion is not of God, it's of Satan. And he has his ministers. Jesus, everything he did went outside the camp of structured, organized Judaism. The law, he went outside of it. He did. So you have the higher critics, and they've been around for years, those higher critics have been around for years, and they're even much more, oh folks, listen up, much more prevalent today, much more, oh my God, if the enemy, while we're off the earth, but if the enemy, when he finally does come down to the earth, comes down in great wrath in Revelation 12 and verse 12, what do you think it is now? Where did the wrath start? Where did the hatred of Christ and his word start? It started in the garden. It did. Cain, under the influence of Satan, the murderer from the beginning, that one that hated God and the greatest expression of it, we'll see it when we get in the synoptics, Jesus Christ himself, he, because his brother Abel brought that in type, he hated it and killed him. Do you think it's any different today? Satan raises up the higher critics. If you don't believe me, read Acts the 20th chapter and 24 to 29. Even there are those, even within the church. And but the Bible calls them wolves. You know what they're like. They, go, they run in packs. And they like to tear apart their victims. They run in packs that it will be raised up from within. I saw in minuscule here in a very minuscule way, but it was the same principle. To draw away men after themselves while they accuse you of being a men-pleaser. They accuse you of you wanting them to line up to what you think. All because they lived in self-expression based upon their own self-interpretation. And boy, if you don't have a local assembly with gifted pastor teachers, that's all the grace of God. You will privately interpret the word of God to your own destruction. That's 2 Peter 1 and verse 20. The thief comes to steal. Satan is the thief that comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't want to just break into your house. He doesn't want to just break into your experience. He wants he, to kill and destroy your experience because he can't touch your position. He raises up the higher critics. Or he'll raise up the Christian. because they're not so occupied with what they should be, <laughs> you know. That's why I love the word, period. Though I, 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 Listen, do I, <laughs> Christian music, let's talk about that one, Christian music. Listen, let me tell you something right now. If it has to do with the word of God, and, it, and I'm humble, and it leads me that way, that's worship. And, the, and, and by the way, that's the beat too, by the way. I want to make that crystal clear. Some here didn't like that. Some here didn't like that teaching. And it didn't stop me one iota. I'm not saying, did I ever fail in any of these? Absolutely. But in my failure, should I not teach them? Should I not be taught and should I not teach them? The accusation to putting yourself above others. Well, I don't know. What's the order in 1 John two twelve? to 14, to do away with verse 15, 16, and to get us ready for 17. Geez, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Self-interpreters. That's right. That's right. Other things become more important. Other things become more important. And I'm saying, even those things that we want to make more important that necessarily God hasn't led me to, Will he still be faithful? Geez, what a shocker, right? What a shocker. That he wouldn't deny himself. Even if we abide not faithful, he abides faithful. He cannot deny himself in 2 Timothy 2 and verse 13. Now, if we suffer with him, and by the way, when it says for you in 2 Timothy 2, 12, if we suffer with him, we'll reign with him, that speaks of proper place, proper image, and a proper local assembly. That's the facts. Simple as that. Some have said, and I don't care, I'm not the issue. Some have said to me, I, I use too many scriptures. Well, thank you very much. Now sit down and keep, keep recording them if you can. Because the scriptures are the Word of God. And if you don't submit to it and have a proper place in a local assembly, and by the way, there's no such thing as women pastors. I want to make that crystal clear again. Masculine singular. That's Jeremiah 3 and verse 15. It's Ephesians 4 and verse 11. In both Hebrew and Greek, that's masculine, singular. Okay? Again, husbands. Husbands. Hello? Husbands. <laughs> you may think, you may think you have enough to feed your wife. But if it's outside of, of a continuous coming to hear the word of God and bringing her with you so that she can be taught in a way that you can't do it. I want to make that crystal clear. That's where we get fed. It's as simple as that. Some are going to like this, some aren't. And in either case, whose business is that? And by the way, where's like in the Bible? <laughs> I know hate and love. I know good and evil. So you have the higher critics, and they're going to explain the word of God. They've been trying it, I don't know, since Genesis the third chapter. Satan's very subtle. Do you know that? He will take the least thing of my flesh that I'm even ignorant of, and it becomes some form of self-expression. And you know what? I I'm not I could care less. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long I've known you, I don't care how close we are, I ain't interested. I'm not interested. I'm not and what makes me not interested is it's in my life and my flesh, not interested. And I'm growing and we're all growing in that. I'm growing in it. God, I need to grow up in it. I need to grow up into it. In Ephesians 4 and verse 15 and not make excuses for self-expression. We'll get together for one or two reasons as Christians. Self-expression or Christ to be able to express himself to us. That's it, period. And there's no in-between. No in-between. Yeah. The tough get going. Of those that don't want it, they get going. <laughs> Believe me. Believe me. Many of his disciples... In John 6, 63, when he basically told them, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life. That's continuous dependence with preaching and teaching in a proper image, in a proper experience, with a proper identification. And when they, when they were told, his disciples... Oh, i got to hear this again. You mean I can't do a single thing? What about me? What about, what a, how am I supposed to express myself? I don't know. Is there a proper expression about who we are outside of who God has made us to be, doing away with the old, making us brand new and a brand new image in Christ? You know, even the name in Revelations 2 and verse 17, even the new name speaks of a new nature. But it's very precise in each individual. That's why, Christians, stop being naughty. I like this one. This is the I'm going. I like this one the way he preached. But this one, oh, it's so strong, really, really. <laughs> Who died and made you chief over yourself? I mean, the word of God is the word of God, is it not? Expressed through different, different. Uh, you know, some don't like it. <laughs> You know, God may show up in an old paper bag and not in a beautiful suitcase or a beautiful carrying case. Sometimes we don't like it. We don't like it. We don't like it, so we pick and choose. Furthermore, in in any local assembly, and I don't know what God's doing, only he does, but in any local assembly, assembly, he's given pastors. And there's even growth and grace in those places. There's no question about it. It just is not. It just isn't. So you have the higher critics, and they're going to explain the word. Men that, uh, men that aren't even complete, don't have a spark of divinity or Christ in them. They're completely unsaved. And then the Christians that, that are born again, they live in the flesh. There's still not a spark in the experience. <laughs> oh boy. Read again Acts chapter 20, 24 to 29 to up to verse 32. That's why Paul, an apostle, he didn't say, hey, I commend you unto my preaching, my style, the way that I do it. Didn't say that. I commend you to God and the word, the word, that's Christ, of his grace, that's Christ, which is able to build you up and to give you, present to your experience, what? An inheritance. That's what we have in Christ. He didn't commit them to a board, to a system, to elders, to pastors, or even apostles. They weren't the authorities. No siree. Nope. Christ. In order, yes, in Ephesians 4, 8, right through to the end of the chapter. But precisely up to the 17th verse, no question about it. And then you have what we would call, you know, those Darwin and how, you know, how he with his own, was it his own understanding when he said things evolved, there wasn't a creation? And to do away with, you know, if there's not, if if there's not a creation and things just bounced around and got, then we do away with Christ because the whole time that's what it is, the higher critic. Do away with Christ. I read the book of John. I read all through it. My God. Oh, my God. and John 5, 19, they sought to kill him. Kill him. Get him out. And that started in the garden. Get him out. That's the flesh in me. No room for Christ right now. Just self-expression. Self-interpretation. And I'll use me to interpret the scriptures. Well, aren't you special? Oh, did God use you? Did he give you a great message? Wow, what did it do? Did it humble you? Did it humble me? The gift, when we said this for many years, God gave, he may have given it to others, but he gave this to me specifically years ago. He told me a long time ago, he told me two things, a long, many years ago, by the way. He said, Ed, you can't be God, but you can have me. Many years, many years ago. And I taught that. I taught it in Florida. In the Holy Spirit, taking the things of Christ through me, just a little vessel. Taught it in Florida, taught it in Texas, and, and taught it here. God does not give us gifts to exalt us in his presence. And the exaltation would be that the enemy would still desire to use the flesh of that one that's positioned in Christ and to have him come under to capture his will. And live in self-expression. And be his interpreter. Mix a little self. Mix a little bit of self with Christ. You know how much time we have? You, you, you think we got a lot of time, don't we? That's because we, you know, that's because we take our eye off Christ when you do. You take your eye off prophecy. There's no question about it. Uh. Oh, yeah, we don't, yeah, I'm going to, I know I should do this. I'm going to put it off because I'm doing this thing right now because this thing that I'm doing is more important than that. I know that I should do because I'll have more time. You think so? Think of the decisions and choices that have been backed up. Do you think that might take some time for God to work those? And he's not going to cause us to miss a step. Psalm 37, uh, verse 23, the steps of a man that, are, that functions in the goodness that Christ is, are ordered of the Lord. <laughs> even the word ordained is not even in the original. I just like to make that crystal clear. So then they're going to explain now, through Darwin, who functioned under Satan, you know, it's evolution. They're going to explain creation. Isn't that interesting? Because God hates Christ, because Christ Christ did both. He is the Word. He is. Is is Jesus Christ only the law that he fulfilled in Matthew 5, 17 and 18? In Romans 10 and verse 4? Oh, far above it. That's an expression, but far above it. Far above it. He's far above any interpretation. That's that's why we need to be humble. And don't live in self-expression. You know, I got a right to write uh, to do what I want right now. Yeah. Oh wow. Again <laughs> happy you. <laughs> happy me, if I'm functioning like that. Self-expression, so subtle. And if it is, it's self under Satan. And that we're, the flesh is in us, but we're not of it, but we can function it in a millisecond. In a millisecond. And God will be waiting like He was for the prodigal. But he'll, he'll bring, He's gonna, and He's gonna show what the rags are. You know, the rags that the prodigal had in, in uh, Luke 15, 11 to 32, those rags that He had, okay, were the rags that that even Job still had on in Job 32, 1 and 2. And those rags that anyone else functions in, unsaved or a Christian in the flesh, they're called. They're called self-righteous rags in Isaiah 64 and verse 6. In that particular place, it's talking about a woman's menstrual period with that rag used. I want to make that crystal crystal clear in the Hebrew. And that's what we present to him. And you know, a menstrual is what? It's purifying, getting out the, the impurities. It's impure. The enemy hates... Christ and any... Ex- Look even in the 11th and 12th chapters. Look in the 12th chapter of John. They they hated Christ. They screamed out, crucify him. You know what that means? Murder him. What do you think they were functioning under? That's, that's John 19, verse 15. They said in 1840, not this man of John. They said, not this man, me. Me, my self-expression. I have a right to do that. No, the cross crucified that. You know, <laughs> you know, like where the world goes. You know, Christian goes into the world. and eh, their music, you know. <laughs> that, that, that's okay, yeah. Because it's called Christian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really? Really? Really. Boy, you sound really rough. I don't know. <laughs> it's very convicting to me. Really? I don't know. Do you know how Satan was created? Do you, do you have you ever studied that? Ezekiel the twenty eighth chapter. God created him with his own inward pipes and created him. Did you know what he? One of the things that Satan was when he was Lucifer. He was he he led the worship of the angels. Choir worship. He knows about music. Did you know that? He's so subtle. Subtle. Schools of Christians and what is called a worship, so-called a concert. I don't see that in the Bible, by the way, but God bless you. God bless you. All get together and, and they call that worship. Worship is literally the highest and only form of worship is hearing, resubmitting, and receiving the word of God as it's being preached, period. See you later. <laughs> I see them, thousands of them like this. And I'm not mocking them, I'm not, I I promise you I'm not. In my heart before God, I'm not. And they call that worship, and honestly, does God love them? Yes. What would ever change that? Nothing. But that's just self-expression. And if you haven't studied these things, and you have a disagreement with me, please, I beg of you, honestly, come on, let's be transparent. Please, please call me, or talk publicly. Call me and we'll talk. And then I'm going to show you where I get what I get, and then you'll do the same thing, won't you? You'll do the same thing, wouldn't you? You'll do that. You'll do the same thing, won't you? Because after all, you're going to stand firm on the foundation that the Word of God is because you've studied it in detail, haven't you? Well, wow. Interesting. Interesting. You know, this is literally, this is God. Literally, this is the precursor for many of us for God to convict us in areas where there hasn't been conversion yet. That's Luke twenty-two, thirty-one 31 and 32. I may be born again, but I, until I have a conversion in each area of helplessness and hopelessness and utter submission to the Word of God in its fullness, in its fullness, you understand? do you understand these things? Do you understand where the music came from? You don't believe me? Read Genesis, the fourth chapter. Cain, and what did Cain produce? Listen to me. He went out from the presence of God in Genesis 4, and verse 16. He went out from the presence of God, in verse 17, and he built a city. And then he had sons. He begat sons after himself. And they became musicians. I'm not saying they weren't gifted, but those gifts were given to worship Christ. Through the word of God. But no, they just became self-expression. And a means of keeping Christ out. He is more subtle than you think. You may think you know it. I almost said buster, but I won't say that. You may think you know it, buster, but you don't. And I don't know it like I should either, but we're growing in it. This will not be popular. I'm going to tell you this right now. This You think that Jesus was very popular in his day, wasn't he? With a religious crowd. Was he popular? No. Was Paul? No. Did you know, as soon as Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, you see that in John the 11th chapter, start at verse 25 and go all the way down through. As soon as he raised him from the dead, and Christ was there expressing himself through them, the ones, the the religious crowd, the higher critics, who will explain the law, the word, and creation. Did you know even that Nicene Creed? and those things that went on in the 4th century and in the ninth century, did you know, even then, men of God, they taught, and if you know your prophecy, and you know your church history, and you're studied, you will see, you will see very clearly that they attributed all creation to God the Father, not Jesus Christ. Christians. Positioned in Christ. You know know what a self-interpreter is, one who Satan borrows to express himself, his command and mastery over us. God, I don't want that in my life. God, good gracious me, Chase. How do we show up when we come to hear the word of God? Self-expression? I mean, that hasn't, for any of us, that hasn't even been done away with yet. Do you think we're gonna receive properly? You think so? This is very popular, isn't it? Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. The Pharisees, they watched these miracles. They knew that guy was dead. Jesus raised him from the dead. Life, the life of Christ again, flowing in Lazarus. And you know what? They wanted to kill Lazarus. Did you know the enemy hates you? How much he hates you? Because you have Christ in you. No! Yes, for God so loved the whole mass of humanity that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in him wouldn't perish, wouldn't be destroyed, but have eternal life, not everlasting life, eternal life. The difference between eternal life and everlasting life is eternal life had no beginning but it'll have no end. That's what we have in Christ in 1 John 5.11. Everlasting life was the life that we were born in. We did have a beginning We'll have an end somewhere. And that was that life that's revealed in Psalm 51 and verse 5, based upon Romans 5 and verse 12. And the babies, as soon as they're born, as cute as they are, they come out speaking lies. And until they receive Christ, right? And then, then, then you know, really. Is it, so tell me, was any other human being other than Adam and Eve created? And remember, they were created. They weren't born innocent, You can love them all you want and they're great gifts. But I'm just making it crystal clear in the scriptures, by the way. As much as we love love them and want to protect them and they are cutie pies, no doubt doubt about it. But Psalm 58, 3, as soon as they're born, they come out of the womb speaking lies. Why? Because who's the father of all lies in John 8, 44? And did he infiltrate humanity in Genesis 3, 1 through 6? Self-interpreters. Very interesting. Self-interpreters. Well, you know, I've arrived. (laughs) I'll never forget some guys. Way back in my years, you know, we were all these young guys, you know, and, of course, everything, everything that was said to us was to finally become a pastor. Of course, you were born that way. Jeremiah 1.5, Galatians (laughs) 1.15, you don't become one. Man doesn't make you one through a process of works and and understanding and studying, which is not even biblical in itself. That's why ordination, uh, other men ordaining others is utter nonsense and complete foolishness. And if it's not God, it's not good. And if it's not good, it's evil. And it's sin in Psalm 51 and verse four. Oh, boy. (laughs) Very convicting, all of us. Loving. And conviction is God loving me, so I won't be condemned. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 11, 31 and 32. If you didn't know where that verse was, that's where it is. And the only reason I know it is because God, the Holy Spirit, is bringing it back. So just let me qualify that. Lest the enemy would take it and cause believers to compare themselves. And in that, when we compare ourselves, or when we compare other pastors, then we, we choose based upon what we believe should be our self-expression. I want to make that crystal clear. Crystal clear. We, we're one. He didn't, give, he didn't give me the word this way and Micah word another way or another pastor way. No, Ephesians 4, 4 through 6, based upon John 17, 11, 21, and 22. It's called oneness. God doesn't give give the word in the the exactness here and then a different way, because that's called confusion. He doesn't do that. Well, you know. And and listen, if it is, if it is that God has you on it, that's just growth. I'm going to tell you that's capacity and growth. Some may not like that. I don't care. I care for you. I don't care what you like and what you don't like, because like ain't there. It's not in the Bible. That is crystal clear. And so far, everything has been the word of God as, be- as best as I can give it. And I did pray that the sentence that would come forth from my presence would be of God, and if it's his word, then it is. Then it is. It's his word. Come on. You in it enough? Hey, you in the word enough? Am I in the word enough? Huh? You in the word enough? Hmm? Because if we're not, even those that we love, what are we giving them? The expression of Christ and who he is in my experience to a proper image, and I reflect that, or what am I giving them? Self-expression. And who's that under? That's under the enemy. That's right. Do we need to learn? Yeah. Do I need to learn, though, that in, in ways? Yes. Again, with me, again, it's just... God has to convince me constantly because there's two reasons why God has to constantly, and I'm just being very personal right now, He has to convince me of this because either I will function in the flesh or it will be the enemy accusing me, trying to condemn me. That I have to be a certain way, I have to cared a certain way because God gives the word so incredibly, I have to balance it. See, I'm kidding. Which I don't, you know, honestly, when I'm in, I don't even like that, but I can do it. Because, you know, I may like it, but is that in the Bible? Is like, is is the word like the equal to submission? Well, no wonder it's not in the Bible. And I'm talking personal like. Okay, not like Christ and all those others. So don't, you know, don't bother going there. Again, if you want to have a private conversation, please give me a dingling. Please face me. Let's face each other as men. And not hide. And not let the enemy have his way with us. Not to do that at all. Not not, not as men. No. You know what the Bible says? And that's this is why this works. The reason why Acts six, verse four, is is, and that's local assembly, by the way. Those are gifted men that God has raised up to pray and minister the word in a local assembly. Right? <laughs> is that What's so unclear about that? Tell me. What is so unclear about that? Well, God told me. And he, yeah, sure he did. Yeah, give me the word. Give me the word. Let's have the word and then we'll have fellowship. He's given us local assembly. That's it. Period. So Acts six four, Acts six 4, when the leader says, I will give myself to prayer, that means constant, complete dependence upon him. You you can't do a thing without him. John fifteen uh, verse five, John six sixty three, based upon Romans seven eighteen. Can't do a thing. And all those verses are Christ is everything, we can't do anything without him. But if you wanted to know <laughs> where that sentence came from, it came from that those scriptures there. So if a man, a leader, gives himself through prayer and the ministry of the Word, you know what that's going to bring in him? That's why the Holy Spirit said through the Apostle Paul, and that in in 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy has to do with how to function properly in your proper place, in your proper image, in God's proper order. That's the first epistle of Timothy. And he said, I wish men, not anthropos, men, on air, men, Masculine men, give them. Some. I wish men that would men everywhere would lift up holy hands. That means every area has been dealt with, and can, on, as much as we can know, confess up to date. First John one nine. 9. No self is involved in this. 13, yeah. Lift up holy hands. What without wrath and doubting? What do you suppose lifting up holy hands It's A picture of prayer. You come with empty hands. You come in and you don't just get and I don't just get in God's presence and start blowing off a bunch of prayers. I don't even know what the prayer listen, do you know and do I know my own need unless God reveals it through the scriptures about who I am in Christ? Do we even know that? No. I don't have a clue about it. I don't have a single clue about it. <laughs> I laugh sometimes. Oh boy. Oh boy. we'll close God the first spoken word the first spoken word that God gave to every human being was creation it's his signature you take that Genesis 1 1 through 31 and then God rested Genesis 2 1 and 2 type of him resting in Christ okay and there's a greater creation and that's who we are in Christ that's what we shared yesterday in Ephesians 2 8 to 10 and that's based upon Psalm 19 one through 6, that creation. He's teaching creation. And then the, so the enemy comes against that, right? Because who created all things? Who, who created all things? <laughs> and then who is the spoken word? You mean Christ is just the law? <laughs> Listen, he Listen, and God told me this this morning. We'll get into this at a different time. He outshines and is higher than all of his creation. Listen to me, Christians. Listen to this. He is higher than all his endless creation, material, everything. He's higher than it. And how much higher is he than the law that he fulfilled? Because who gave it? Who kept it? And who went higher? He's... He outshines both. He outshines both. And you and I are created in him. The height of his creation. The height of what God could do through Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit was to create us in Christ. Isn't that awesome? That's why the book of Ephesians tells us that his church has the most intimate relationship with him in that height. And that's why we will rule and reign over all his creation. That's angels too, by the way. And every other human people, even born-again ones, that are, that are heavenly people, and but aren't church people, or aren't part of his bride. And there's a huge difference with that. The enemy doesn't like that either, by the way. You get higher critics with that. I know guys that I've known for years, they became higher critics. There's no rapture. Oh, there's no such thing as that. The whole Bible is one thing, yeah. And then God gave; He gave creation. Then He raised up His prophets. He He raised up all kinds of types: Moses, Aaron, you name it. They were still; they still hated, and want to kill them constantly. Who who's who's the one that they were functioning under? Who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy? And then the height of God in Christ, came. And all the religious crowd of the day did was seek to kill him. And the sad thing is that even Christians and men that I love, they get involved in other things and the word is too much. Let's do this and look how nice it is. Well, God delivers from that. And Father, thank you for your love, and your conviction, strong conviction. Boy, we need it. He needs to, he needs to shake us and wake us up from our passive sleep because the time is nearer, nearer than what we think. The biggest lie the enemy has is that we have more time to do what we know to do and is most important. So Father, thank you for your love and your conviction. In Jesus' name, amen.